Geek Shock. That's why we put together a little musical presentation honoring one of our favorite garments. It's a little thing we like to call pants. 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 Sing the praises of pants. Well, it's hard to have them in Vegas. They're anyway. not. They're not a hot temperature treat. No. You know, don't leave them gummy in the trunk bears of your car. Are, oh you get a God. gummy ball. <laughs> Much like the Easter candy. That's like bought. my Easter candy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you forget some Easter candy? No, I no. just I had no place to put it. Just I was in the time it took for me to even just like get them and bring them home. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, just, it was that warm enough during Easter that it, it was. was Melt City. It we was. have oh, uh, no. mis- misshapen peanut butter eggs in the refrigerator. Yeah, they, they form fit to whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. dude, that sucks. They, they still, still taste, taste okay. Cool. They just yeah. they just look weird. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. The marshmallow, the chocolate covered marshmallows are all like a weird shape. The marshmallows on the outside, the chocolates mm. on the inside. It's weird. <laughs> mm. Welcome to Geek Shack number one forty two. So I am Master Torgo, the famous Paul. Eighties Jeff, Commander K, and we are missing Mike. He is on assignment. Yeah, <laughs> he's <laughs> on an mean. assignment. All right. Yeah, poon assignment. <laughs> <laughs> What geeky things you do this week, Gentlemen? He's, he's on booty duty. Oh, booty booty duty. That's not did, geeky. Did you get paid for that? <laughs> wow. I no, but watched, you pay for it <laughs> in the long run. I've been watching Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes. Is that the best? That is a very that's very boy, is it does it take its time? It's like seven episodes before they all get together. Well, good. You know? No, yeah, that's, that's great. No, they're no, making, no. I don't know. I think they're doing it right. Yeah. It's better than a one-half-hour origin yeah. story. So, those, those drive me crazy. It's really... No, it's cool. I'm enjoying it. I yeah. am enjoying are they, it. Are they half hour long? Or? Mm-hmm. 22 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I'm about halfway through the first season. I guess the second season will be out eventually. A few months or something. Yeah, they broke it down into... Four DVDs, and uh, I wish they would just come out with a single season DVD set at a reasonable price. I oh, will oh, buy mean, it. Even the seasons etched out over releases, so like one point one, seven 1. episodes, 2, 1. seven episodes. Yeah, all that. Shit. I'm just so sick of that. I can't. Yeah. Get, I can't get the Batman, not the Batman, but Batman: Brave and the Bold. Because they break it up in this. I don't want it broken up. Some yeah. seasons. Yeah. I won't. I just. I won't do it. You want a whole season. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll take I'll take the hit for shelf space for a season, but I won't take the shit for help the shit. I won't <laughs> take the hit for shelf space for a season that's broken up into eight parts. Well, yeah. not, not only that, not if there's the potential of them again then releasing a full season when it's all yeah. done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and that's going to happen eventually. I mean, they even did that with Batman the Animated Series, and I have that whole series. You know, I have the four box sets. Yep. And then they came out with a giant box set. Yeah. Which is great, and I would have bought that, but I already had the others. What are you yeah. going to do? That took forever. <clears throat> that was okay, though. That was You give it away to uh, friends of yours, like, here, and then you buy the new one. Mm, yeah, I've done that in the past. I know yes, you have. Yes. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Reckless man. But not, uh, no. I, I yeah, this, this is, and you funny you mentioned uh, Batman, because I think that this Marvel finally has a, a series that compares to what DC has been doing yep. for their animated stuff. It's the first really successful Marvel series of, uh, did you see uh, Planet Hulk? No, no, I'm pretty good. Was it? Yeah, it's in the queue. Yeah, it's yeah. it is. It's, it's, I've got it's, it. Good. I haven't seen it yet. It's in the it's in the instant queue and it in the is, disc queue. Oh, is it? Yeah. It is of an ilk of that of the Avengers series where they're finally starting to put the pieces together and they got the right people doing some stuff. So that's kind of now. Cool. I read just uh, in fact what spurred me to read uh, to watch them today is I read uh, last night 
uh, comicbookmovie.com.org mm. has a rumor that they're canceling after the second season because they're going to fold the Avengers into the Ultimate Spider-Man universe that they're doing. That with would make sense. Marvel Animated Studios. Bendis's series is going to take is, off and be it's, great. It's guns. a little unfortunate because I think the thing that really makes DC's series work is creative continuity. You know, they get rolling and they don't fuck around. They just they sit there and they put out their series and they turn them out. They don't switch up their studios, change this around, flip this over, and all that stuff. So Marvel does a lot of toying around. Oh, yeah. So, But, I mean, this one, they really, they really did it. I like the... And they're pulling from everywhere. Mm -hmm. They pulled from a couple years ago, and they pulled right out from the first 12 issues. Well, that's nice. Kang the Conqueror is in it. And I'm yeah. Just like, that's yeah. all I fucking need. He's and the, my, and one of my favorites. He is. He's one of my favorites. And the way they introduce him, too, was nice touch. Yep. Um, uh, did you read Young Avengers? Yeah. That was, and that, he was a key part of that whole yep. saga, mm -hmm. which that, again, and Marvel really dropped the ball on that fucking series. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. God Eventually damn it. Eventually made it, it all a, about. It was the, just, it just all fucked up. Yeah. It got so fucked up. Such a good series. That. And uh, the Avengers Initiative, both excellent series that they just fucked in the ass. What what was the coin that turned? Uh, they just well with which one? Uh, with Initiative. With Initiative, they stopped the book and changed it up completely. Uh, they put different characters all in it and killed off a bunch of other ones and just said no. How about Did they have a changing creative team? I think must have. I think that's what they because it's just like uh, remember Exiles. I remember when Judd Winnick first started Exiles. God, oh, that was fucking sweet. That was I, great. I, during that big sale that Ralph had for yeah. the release of uh, the new X-Men versus uh, Avengers, mm -hmm. I got the first two volumes of that. Five bucks a pop, the mm -hmm. whole Winnick run. Brilliant. Well, Winnick's doing so, it, dude. It yeah. is sweet. He does such cool ideas. And then... Mm -hmm. And boy, oh boy, when the new writers come in, it's it, it's a night and day. It just so suddenly changes. Same thing with uh, Runaways. You know, mm. Brian K. Vaughn had his whole run with Runaways, and then Joss Whedon could not pick up the ball and run with that set of characters in the right way, in a satisfactory right way. Uh, that, that first Brian K. Vaughn contained series, beautiful stuff. Runaways, but then it's it's I all it's, it's all over the map now. I got like, twelve issues, like twelve anyway. eighteen issues, and that's all I, I got. You know what? I do like Whedon. I like Whedon because I love Firefly. I love Toy Story. I love um, the Serenity books that he's published. Uh, he also did a really great the Astonishing X Men stuff. He oh, did is fantastic. Was good. Yes. So you know, I do like Whedon. I got to go see Captain the Woods. The Avengers, that's great. This, that's coming up this weekend. So hopefully, which I've heard is awesome. I, you know what? I'm very excited about it. I, I can't. I, I haven't felt excited about a movie in a while. I'm so pissed. I'm excited that, and and I have to work on the friggin' premiere night, so. dude. I have to. I mean, I'm gonna have a great time going to my brother's wedding in Austin, but it's goddamn nerd Hanukkah. You got <laughs> Star Wars Day on Friday. Uh huh. You've got free comic book day on Saturday. Yeah. The Avengers premiere on the week all the weekend, mm. and just all the other madness going on. That's yeah. true. Mm, makes me sad. Why don't you take your brother to and see the Cinco movie? We'll see. I might. And 
there's got to be a comic book place somewhere <laughs> close by that you can go get there a is, comic but, book. But he's actually getting married on Saturday, so it's going to be hard to. Oh, what time, is the, what time is the wedding party? Yeah, no, <laughs> what, no, no. What time is the wedding? The wedding's like I don't know. I don't know when the wedding is. Uh, it's how probably. Do, how do you not know? Because I don't pay attention to shit. Because he's not getting married. My brain does other things. I don't occupy my mind with that well, stuff. Well, you go before or you go after the wedding. Well, we'll see. Yeah, so, I might, so you got someone to shuttle you around. I might be able to Priorities, Paul. Priorities. I, buddy, believe me. I might be able to sneak out for a few. We'll see. But we're a half hour out of town at least. Oh, and really? And so, yeah, we're off in this uh, compound. It's going to be awesome. Compound. Compound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now you got my interest. Wow. It's, it's called The Inn at Onion Creek. That's and it. it's basically a bed and breakfast. I want to see that movie. It's yeah. a, listen, <laughs> you can look it up online. It's a bed and breakfast compound with like uh, five or six cabins spread out over this beautiful. Yeah, directed by Sam Raimi. landscape. But they're not cabin cabins. They're like like some of them are cabiny, yeah. but like I think the cabin we're staying in is like future cabin. Like one whole wall is glass, just looking out on the lake and mm. shit. Like it's gonna be fucking cool. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this. Actually, I just. Future off, Cabin starring Ewell Brenner. I just printed <laughs> off that uh, copy of Cards Against Humanity to take to play with all my friends. And we're gonna, I'm gonna see all my friends. I don't know what's more disturbing: the fact that there's the combination of Texas and compound in that sentence. <laughs> That's yeah. really what's like. Any any compound in Texas is is yeah. just destined for disaster. Look it up. <laughs> I if I have I looked it up. Back, Paul's I never gonna back. make it back. You got this Barry's is... head mounted on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> I talked to Barry this week. Wow. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. man. Must wow. have been a fun conversation. No, jeez, I'm crow. Well, you know what that is? I had fucking jury duty <laughs> yesterday. Did, did was, you? Yeah. So did, that wasn't geeky You weren't at all. selected, did you? I was you? not selected. Because you're smart. Yeah. How well, the hell do you get out of that? Every time uh, I go in for jury duty, I end up getting picked. Well, there was... Really? A, you know, yeah. They only pick, only leave behind the smart people. Oh. There, damn it. It's true. <laughs> no, there was a ton of people ahead of me. That helps. There was a ton of people still left over after it was all said and done. I mean, they, they picked 14 after no time at all. Okay. It really, they, they, they went through maybe 20 people and they got their 14. I get a lot of reading done during jury duty. There was calling. no reading. I couldn't read. I was kind of having to pay attention during really? sitting there. And, yeah, because we were all sitting yeah, in they the courtroom. Don't. Oh, they got you in there really fast because you're yeah. just sitting in that damn room waiting to get in the courtroom. Yeah, yeah I was in the first rung picked and I was out in four and a half hours, so it really That's wasn't pretty you know, damn good. Yeah, for, for what it could have been, it was great, and I think the fact that I was loaded for bear. I mean, I had like five graphic novels, my GB, <laughs> my Game Boy DS, yeah. uh, tons of games, my uh, iPod loaded with stuff. I mean, I had you were ready to go. I was and my phone, so I was like, mm-hmm. you can't, I can't not be entertained. But I was also exhausted. So anyway, yeah, I don't ever seem to be able to get out of those things. It's terrible. It's like they, you know, the last time I had to do it. It's like. They took 30 of us into the courtroom. They immediately nixed like 10 people. They, she asked like five questions and they, you know, 10 people were like gone like this. Then they got into voir dire where the, the lawyers are asking us questions. Yep. And I'm thought I'm like, for sure, they're going to nix me right away. And of course, I'm one of the final 12. It's like, God damn it. Lucky. No, it wasn't lucky. It was a whole week's worth of crap, dude. All, and that was like wow. right after I got laid off from Star Trek, so I was like out of work trying so to that trying to job. make interviews. Yeah, that's a job. There you no, go. No, but I mean, I, I had to. I had yeah. to. What do you want? I had to nix interviews to go do the stupid jury duty. I, I, I even told the judge I have interviews lined up this week and I'm out of work. And she's like, "Well, I think you could wait a week to." To get into work, well, yeah, like, there yeah. you go. Civic duty. Duty. I'm like, you know sitting there, but that going, was a different time too. That was 2008. I still honestly blame 
that jury duty, that week of jury duty for me being out of work for 12 months because I had interviews. <laughs> I had good interviews lined up and I you had to miss them. Something. And when you called <laughs> them and said, I can't make the interview because of jury duty, they're like, what a fucking dumb Knock ass this guy right out. He, no Come way we're hiring Does he not this? know don't the care. I don't care for that race or gender role? Yeah. That's all you got to do. I have bias against that race I've and or gender. I've seen people use it. That's all you have to do. That, yeah, I've That's seen all it. you have to say. I don't like black people, Your Honor. Well, you know. <laughs> I've seen it they happen. Don't, they don't believe you typically. No, I've oh. seen it happen and they believe you. I've, I've seen people use that in the courtroom to get out of jury duty, well, and it works. Well, yeah. I mean, the judge looks at you horribly and says horrible things about you and your family. Right. But, but you're not you, stuck there for weeks either, yeah. so boo-hoo-hoo. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. just, I mean, and, and I wouldn't corrupt the system, but honestly, if they had asked me the questions relevant to the case, I would have been kicked out just from my life experiences. I could have already told them. It would have been gone. Yeah. What was it, a robbery case? I shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to, but yeah. That's true. Yeah, I would have been gone. Yes, you can infer. I would have been nixed. Yeah. There's no way. Well, I saw two movies this weekend. What'd you see? What? I saw two. Guess, I want you to guess which one was the lesser of the two. I oh. saw The Raven, and I saw The Three Stooges. Okay, I'm going to guess The Raven was Raven. the lesser. lesser of the two. And yeah, I'm guessing. Right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. The, was it bad? The, the Raven is a meh minus. Yeah. Really, it, it's sad. It's so disjointed. Ooh, what you can, is that? Even? You can feel the tentacles of the studio fucking oh, it really? up. Well, I don't even know what that is. It's, it's a great little concept. It mm. is seven mm. starring Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. Basically, it's it's Edgar Allan Poe at the end of his life, and somebody is copycatting the murders who's, of the books that he's written. Who's so playing Poe? Uh, that would be Cusack. John Cusack. So you? Oh, that, that is. You? It's the Cusack. It is that Cusack. Okay. Yeah, and he does a good job. He's fine as Poe, but. So, the, it's so mishmashed. It's so unengaging. That's what I've been reading. So and you're glappy that you saw it. Then, no, basically. I'm not even glappy. Not I even think glappy. Not, even, not really? even minus glappy. No. And Three Stooges. Fantastic. Really? really? Yes. I, I I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I didn't realize going in that it was a Farley Brothers film, but it's reeks of Farley either. Brothers joy. Those cool. guys love their Stooges, and they keep that innocence that the Stooges need. Put it this way: If you're not a Three Stooges fan, it is not going to win you over okay. in any way. But if you already like the Stooges, as I do myself, I definitely do. Then you'll go balls in. It's really, great. yeah. It's wow. Um, nice. I I would not have expected that because everything nice. I have seen about it makes me not want to see that movie. Yeah. But and, and now I, that you've was, said that, I was the same way. But it really works. It, and they keep they run it like it's vignettes, so the uh, the opening credits happen like three times in the movie for the different vignettes. Oh, cute. So, so they it really keeps that whole there. There is nothing in the Three Stooges formula left out. Nice. Okay. I saw the preview for Dark Shadows, and I thought I was going to laugh myself silly. It that looks, looks good. so good. I've Even my mother how, wants to see this. Movie. I've forgotten how funny Johnny Depp can or, or Tim Burton can be. When he wants to be, yeah, yeah. I was just like, rock on. And I know there's a lot of fans of, oh uh, my, of, the uh, nerd rage is dark, out there. Dark shadows that are like, oh, how dare they? But I mean, see, and, and I have no affinity for that property. I don't yeah. know sure. that property. Yeah. But there I, are people, I'm just like, go for really it. Do. I could never get into that. I tried watching yeah. it several times, and I'm just but like, it's one of those things that's so ripe for camp, and so yeah, so ripe. Well, because it's it's riffing. so overly dramatic Precisely. when you watch it. And you're sitting there going, I'm like. 
This is painful to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just not good. Well, it's that old 70s soap opera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy mackerel. Uh, well, I My can't. mother used to watch it, for goodness sake. I'm well, excited. Wow, I'm and excited. she wants to see this. That's cool. Yeah, and she does. She does want to see it. I'm excited for that. That That has been the, the preview that has excited me the most in probably two years. Really got me out of left field. I was like, wow, this looks really funny. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. Well, I got caught up on Hollywood Treasure this weekend because I'd missed like the last six episodes of season one. That's the show on Sci Fi Channel. Yeah. That uh, tell me about that show. Uh, it's about this uh, company uh, that uh, the the uh, God, I'm getting all tongue tied. <laughs> hey, Jeff, here. I know, right? Good story. <laughs> <laughs> it's Profiles in History is the name of the company, and they go around the world literally looking for lost props or rare props or movie merchandise costumes etc and then they auction it off so i I have kind of a love-hate relationship with the the show i really love the things that they find they find these really rare items and uh you know in some cases have to either preserve or repair them but uh in in many cases they you know they're digging through a box and they discover something that was thought to have been you know destroyed many years ago uh just the, the last episode i watched uh, they went through stan winston's studio oh, and God found damn. like uh, yeah it, exactly it, it literally was going through a unlabeled wow. cardboard box and found one of the animatronic heads from the raptor one of the raptors from jurassic park i mean the right. that's the, treasure the skin had already had you know dissolved off of it but all the uh the actuators and stuff and the animatronics were still inside it nice but wow. uh, I, I love it for that aspect. I hate it for the fact that it's it's increasing this whole narrow gap of people that can collect Hollywood memorabilia now. You have to be really, 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 really wealthy to be able to get anything decent anymore. You know, pieces of, yeah. you know, Hollywood magic, if you will. No, you, depends you, what you're willing to settle for. Well, it depends <laughs> on what you want. Yeah, yeah. I just I have yet to find. I go on the eBay every now I, and then, just looking well, for stuff. Is gonna be, and even then, you know, you first of all, you're you're, you know, throwing caution to the wind, buying anything off of eBay anyway that's listed as a prop. Because a lot of times you get somebody that has made a mold of an actual prop and then, you know, vacuum vacuum formed a, you know, a replica and they've painted it and sold it to you. Fake. So yeah, and in, indeed, it's, it it tends to, more, more times than not it ends up being fake. But you just really can't get it. Like when they had that huge Christie Star Trek auction. Well, there's you a know, problem. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm Christie's for God's sake. No, but but listen, they said you know there's you know there's all of this big stuff that we're expecting is going to get sold for a lot of money, but there's a lot of smaller pieces that we're expecting that the average fan is going to be able to purchase. I followed that thing for weeks. And there was not one prop that did not go for a substantial amount of money. What's you know why? Even like small pieces. I'll tell you, there's two reasons why. One, because they told everybody out there that's that true. it's going to be affordable to everyone. Yeah. So everyone came. And two, it's an auction, so the price keeps going up. Yeah, exactly. So it brought more people to watch, more people to bid. Therefore, it went up higher than it would have otherwise. Good job, Christie's. Yeah, yeah they know what they did doing. a good job. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even Christie's like said, well, we expect this piece to go for, you know, between this dollar amount and this dollar amount. And it was like doubling it every yeah. single mm-hmm. time, yeah. like doubling the high end. Like they're saying, oh, this one will go for $1,500 and it goes for like $3,200. Just ridiculous. So anyway, that's my love-hate relationship with that kind of stuff. There you I, go. Love the, I love the history and stuff behind it that they present, but it, it irritates me that 
you know, I'll probably never ever be able to afford to, be able well, to buy some depends, of that stuff. It, it depends what you're willing to settle for. I yeah. bought a uh, a prop from the remake of The Haunting. Right. You know, and not a whole lot of people are going after that because a lot of people don't like that movie. Sure. But I was able to get one of the props, uh, baby skulls from that for like 60 bucks. So uh, I've yet to see anything go that cheaply lately. Like that, that's an actual authenticated prop. It's like six, seven, seven hundred bucks on the low end. Eh, like, I mean, I, I just started watching. Have you guys seen um, Ain't It Cool News? He has a, a show I'm, now. I'm no, I hadn't seen that. Although I saw that big ass puppet when I went to Monster Palooza. Oh, yeah. that's on the Nerdist Network, isn't it? He's yeah, with Nerdist now. So that's he's right. doing he's doing a, a live action show in his basement. It's kind of cute. And he was talking about props in the episode two. I think it was. He has the the bomb that they throw at King Kong to knock him out. Yeah, he has that from that okay. movie. And um, he was talking about auctions, and particularly he had the. Um, Captain America auction mm-hmm. and there were uniforms and stuff in there not Captain America's uniform right but like stuff from the movie going for like 250 bucks stuff like that so well, you know. I like I said I just every every auction I've ever looked at where there's like an authenticated piece even mm-hmm. you know the that, expensive but, stuff doesn't go for cheaper than if, if you're willing to put in the time go into your random community auctions too yeah because my parents did that a whole lot and right. they were saying man you know what they had this last they had this thing from this movie we thought about getting it and they actually picked up some stuff here and there yeah mm-hmm. and and it's just Unexpected, and because it's not expected, it's going to get at a lower price. Mm-hmm. But you have to keep following at the auction week after week. Yes. Right. It's like going to Goodwill every week. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Mm-hmm. With better Which stuff. I don't do because no. I can't stand that smell. <laughs> <laughs> that smell of old merchandise. Dude. It's not. It's, it's And disinfectant. It just <laughs> smells like pants up in that place, dude. <laughs> Just like, Again, old merchandise and disinfectant. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, oh, I, I, yeah, no, I hate, I hate thrift stores. I hate them. I like them, but I don't know what you're talking about in the smell, though. I can't. T- I just. Oh, my dad loves going in there. He'll drag me I love through classic there for hours. Game stores, and I and I know there are classic game pieces that linger in thrift stores. Sometimes sure. mm-hmm. I just can't do it. I can't do it's it. Smell the old clothes. <laughs> Although I have, or... honestly, I did get. I got. I got some. I got an awesome, awesome TV stand. I, you probably got that from Goodwill. Did you? These thi- this I, thing. No, no, my parents, this coffee table that, I got from Goodwill. That, there that, you go. that te- television stands an old table from the early seventies that my parents had way back. When. There you go. Yeah, I but got, yes, you would normally find that in a Goodwill. I there got a go. bad I sometimes worry about table at Goodwill for like fifteen bucks. That stand, and they loaded it into my car, and it is the biggest, most solid piece, and it fits my television perfectly. It's amazing, and so there are really great things. Go to Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> I donate the hell out of that place, so. No, you don't give a shit about. We got to get this. Going. Here we yeah. go. What don't you give a shit about? Hey, everybody! Oh, it's Fat Albert. You want to go to Angry Birds Land? Nope. No. It's in it's Finland. Happening. Great. Finland, Finland, Finland. The, the attraction where I so want to be. <laughs> the attraction, which was developed uh, with the oversight of Rovio officials, boasts an adventure course food outlets, and a staggering 12 rides. According to the official site, attractions include Angry Birds Ride of the Mushroom Race and Enter the Lighthouse, whatever those may be. Every, everything <laughs> is just a slingshot. <laughs> everything is just... Ent- you want to enter the lighthouse? 
Get in the slingshot. You want to race the mushroom? Get in the slingshot. <laughs> uh, Parkhead Mika Sapala says, The opening of Angry Birds Land is a really big deal for us. The theme and design of Angry Birds is in- internationally renowned, so we are delighted to welcome visitors from around the globe to experience the product for themselves. The area is definitely a must-see destination for millions of Angry Birds players, but also a great experience for those who are not yet familiar with the game. And no. Wow. Angry I, Birds Land. It I, just wow. saddens me that Angry Birds Land happened before Simpsons Land. There's already Simpsons is, attractions, so yeah, there's never, they're but, never going to get their Graining, own. Graining wants to do with he always that was his dream a theme park. And maybe he still will. Kind of like Jellystone for the for the Flintstones? No. Do you ever go to that? I went no. to that as a kid. They, they, they have the whole city of Bedrock. Oh, really? That you can go through, and it's like physical buildings. No, that's And you can awesome. take pictures of like life-size yeah, Fred and Wilma exactly statues. I don't know exactly what he do with Simpsons Land, but or if you even call it Simpsons Land, Bongoville, I don't know what it would be. Springfield? Springfield, yeah. maybe. Like a be recreation awesome, of Springfield. That'd be neat. But, you know. News you don't give a shit about, Alex Kurtzman and Roberto Orsi. They like every week there's something new with these guys. They're into everything yeah, right now. The they are the writing team. Behind Transformers and Star Trek franchises have signed a two year first look production deal with Universal Pictures that includes plans to develop and produce a reimagined Van Helsing with Tom Cruise attached to star and produce. Stop. Van Helsing is coming back to a theater near you. I just watched Ghost Protocol. That's good. That's the next. Oh. That was the Mission Impossible, right? I was asleep. What? I don't know. Maybe I was too tired. I, I guess because I really enjoyed that. It had its moments, but on the whole, mm. I I think you were just too tired, Paul. Because like several of us went and saw it, and we were surprised at how good it was. We were just like, eh. and I love Brad Bird. Yeah, I don't know. It was it okay. It did really well at the box office too. It was okay. Cruises, Cruises Van Helsing. Cruises Van Helsing. Mm. He That's what just it's going to be called. Tom Cruises to Van wrestle Helsing. with a vampire man. <laughs> I guess so. He's just like, I mean, I like the wolf man. He's I like hairy. The, I like How the, can I get a man to bite me in the neck? Oh, it didn't happen in my first movie. I bit a man in the neck. But how can I get a man to bite me in the neck? Ooh, la, la. Vampires, all the ring. <laughs> anyway. Mm. How is he going to be Van Helsing? He's fucking Lestat. Yeah. Maybe he'll stab himself with a stake. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole movie. <laughs> Two you, minutes. You should do I've that. become the thing that I hate. Ugh! 80s Oof. Jeffs, Van Helsing, and just <laughs> CG crews going. <laughs> ah! Right. I'd watch 80s Jeff anything, really. <laughs> <laughs> 80s Jeff Van Helsing would be really funny. <laughs> What I don't know. You Weren't you guys trying to get a... <laughs> what are you even trying? Oh, the moon's <laughs> coming out. I'm changing. Ah, ooh, ah. Uh, that's, you were oh, trying to get yeah, famous Paul versus 80s Jeff last like week. Wolf. Uh. <laughs> hey, hey, 80s Jeff. 80s Jeff. Good story. Oh, get out of here, vampire. <laughs> You're... No, would you... Just shut up. Go, <laughs> go back to your crypt. <laughs> Somebody stake him, is this, please. Is this what our, our show is going to be like, Paul? You and me the, doing the back and forth? Huh? No, that because that just, was it. Your, what was it? Your, 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 your the the show that you were talking about last week, the Penny uh, Benny versus or whatever. Pennies the, versus what? 
Kenny versus Spenny. Kenny versus Spenny. Thank you. You got to. You still haven't watched Kenny versus Spenny? I, uh, oh, I tried to watch a clip that of that. <laughs> I tried to watch a clip of it. I couldn't get it to play. For some reason. You got to play. It's on. Netflix. No, they have. They have their own website, and I just, went to the site, and they're like, just click here for clips, and it didn't Netflix. work. Fuck that. Just watch an episode on Netflix. You'll lose your goddamn mind. Watch the uh, Tied to a Goat episode. <laughs> Let's do Weekend Geek. <laughs> Yay, yeah. Weekend Geek. Uh, by the way, uh, if you ever get a chance, uh, you're going to get a chance because it's Google. Go to Google and type in Zerg Rush. Just Zerg? Do Just do it. Zerg. Z-E-R-G. Zerg Rush. Z-E-R-G. Uh, st- uh, Starcraft fan. Yeah. Zerg. Zerg Rush. Google. Do Something it. cool? Yeah, Google it's pretty, pretty cool. Okay. All right. Uh, John Romita Jr. Yay! He's best known for his work on things like The Amazing Spider-Man, Daredevil, Wolverine, and Kick-Ass. Mm. But he's also apparently a sketching marathoner. When his niece, Jordan, then just two years old, was diagnosed with a brain tumor in 2002, mm. Romita set a Guinness Book world record with 48 hours of continuous cartooning, doing sketches and signing autographs in exchange for donations to help fund her medical care. Quote, My niece has survived. She was one of only six children to survive this horrible disease. Unquote. Ten years later, she's a beautiful 12-year-old girl, but she needs has special needs, so we are attempting to beat the last marathon by two hours. Holy crap. Ramita will begin his effort at 11 a.m. Friday, May 4th at the Hard Rock Cafe in Las Vegas on the Strip. Oh! And will attempt to sketch and sign continuously until the afternoon of Sunday, May 6th. Jeez. Head sketches are available for $50 donation and signatures up to 25 of them are available for $25 donation. Ramita is also putting together a limited edition lithograph featuring Thor, Captain America, the Hulk, and Spider-Man to sell at the event. Proceeds from the world record attempt will go to Heroes for Jordan, a charity set up for Romita's niece as well as Candlelighter's Childhood Cancer Foundation. Quoting Romita, I don't care how much we raise as long as it's enough to help out. Believe it or not, children's cancer funds are underfunded. For some reason, everybody thinks that all the cancer funds are well-funded. They're not. They need help. So, if you happen to be in Las Vegas area this weekend and you want to help out a charity in exchange for some awesome John Romita Jr. art... Again, Paul, I said it's, it's fucking Nerd Hanukkah, and I'm out of town. For the first week <laughs> wow. in my life. I haven't been out of town since February of last year. Ass. Now you, that's not true. I did PowerCon. I, you, you could call your brother up and just like, so uh, you haven't cold feet yet? And then just <laughs> yeah. start, start start playing the psychological games with him. I guarantee you won't have to go to Texas. Now that no. would make a fun nerd movie. I'm very, <laughs> talking a brother out I'm of the very, wedding. Yeah. I've, yeah, for for dumb reasons, <laughs> for totally for signings. Yeah. Oh, I gotta do this signing, dude. Oh, dumb. That'd be funny though. Uh, That'd be hilarious. It would be a funny movie. Um, no, I'm very happy for him, it, and it's gonna be a lot of fun, and it's gonna be a nice chance for the wife and I to get away, and it's good. It's gonna be good. Yeah. See, now he's trying to talk himself into it. No, That's the right. dude, he's no trying time. to convince himself. No, mm-hmm. no, it's gonna be good. It's I've be been, good. Uh, I've been building up to this. I am, like I said, I'm in vacation mode. Finally, today just started, and uh, yeah, tomorrow I get to relax a little more, and then I'm off to see the wizard. I'm gonna fucking disconnect a little bit for the next four days. Don't blame me. It's gonna me. be great. So I did call Hard Rock to get a little more information. Apparently, on this Thursday there is a press junket where Stan Lee will be there. Ooh. So I don't believe the public is invited, but you know what? Give your best shot. Sneak in. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, yeah, all this weekend. You know what I'd like? I'd like to see the Kiss Boots. 
Who's got those? Do you guys have those? Uh, how about them. how about how about something from Buddy Holly? Now there was rock and roll. Let me tell you, true believers, Peggy Sue, who we, yeah. Fox announced Thursday that the show, uh, the show Fringe, has been renewed for a fifth and final season of thirteen episodes. Giving I hope producers, both their viewers are happy. Giving producers <laughs> the chance to end the series on their terms uh, as quickly as possible. Not only does this mean the Ball. show will get a fully imagined <laughs> conclusion rather than the abrupt season four ending, but also puts it at the critical one hundred episode mark that marks syndication. makes syndication more likely. There you go. Yeah. Syndicate that fucking shit. And they'll put out an <laughs> entire box Fringe. set for you, Paul. Fringe is a show I can't I can't even f- No. No. Here it comes. Here we go. I say no to Fringe. You say no to Fringe. I say no to Fringe. And I like Fringe. That's true. He's a very much a middle of the road guy. <laughs> Paul. He hates the Fringe. <laughs> right, right down the that center. Show is unfollowable. No, it's followable. Yeah, if you watch every stupid episode, it's worse than Lost. <laughs> it's worse than Lost. Uh, like just in the continuity aspect, like yes. if you miss one, you don't get yes, it. Yes, you are fucked if you don't know every little thing about so, these characters. So it rewards the hey, viewers. Hey, Paul, it's from the same people who did Lost. I know, <laughs> and I hate Lost now, too. So fuck that shit. I like Abrams, but fuck that shit. No, I can I can get behind a show that the, I mean. If you're accessible at any point, I mean, it's the difference between, like, a novel and a novel series. Yeah. It, okay, how about this? I'm fine with a show that's inaccessible unless you know the mythos if it's an interesting and compelling show. Not when it's uh, fucking Mr. Magoo meets Mr. Wizard trying to rape his alternate reality baby while he... I, fuck that show. I, I what know, the I, fuck are you talking about? I didn't about? know that's what it was about. I, I think he's it, watching though. the wrong series. Nope. I think he's nope. yeah, confused. And then you've got, <laughs> I think he's watching binge. You've got a bunch, of, no, you've got a bunch of zombie Mr. Cleans who come out of the space-time portal yeah. and say, oh, things are wrong and different. He, and you're missed. like, from what? And like, I don't know. And then you got this man-woman who's like the strongest person alive who talks like a, per- a dude I'm like, oh, you're the sexy star? Gross balls. Yeah, he's he's Get got out. it mixed up uh, with that holiday special, about? Mr. Magoo Fucks the Baby. Then. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, Magoo, you've done it again. <laughs> that is that is the dad. That is totally the dad. That sounds dead on like, oh, what have I found in this box? Oh, look what I have here. Here, try some of this. Aren't I crazy? Whoa, 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 whoa. No, hey, look how eccentric I am. If I, if you didn't know, I'm an eccentric oddball genius. <laughs> you know what's great about transdimensional glue? The blue glargs. <laughs> oh, hey, say, say, have you, have you seen my, have you seen? Have you seen my Schrodinger's cat? Neither have I. Aren't I a killing rip? Oh boy. I hate that fucking show. Fringe goes for the cat skills. Am I the only one that notices this pattern of Paul's hate about stuff that he knows nothing about? And he just absolutely hates it. I don't know. I want to see the show that he's it's describing. Like, <laughs> I know. I know. It's like I really he, he comes up with Paul's this elaborate be description because he ends up making you interested in the stuff he hates. <laughs> well, it's it, it's it, it boggles my mind because he has this elaborate story about shows all the time that he clearly knows nothing about, and I've it's obvious enough. to anybody that is a fan of the show to go. 
He doesn't know a thing about this I've show. I've seen enough. You haven't seen shit. <laughs> That's like, this is like when you were running off on Stargate, whichever series it was, <laughs> and Stargate you had not even whichever. seen one single episode. Now, ever. I liked Stargate, whichever. Yeah. I nailed Stargate. I had Stargate's fucking number. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> Several fans said the same thing, but you did not. And I'm like, has he ever seen an episode? No, he has not seen one single episode. That's true. <laughs> and there, Ugly Couch Show listeners, to Geek Shock, is your sign. <laughs> you said Engelwald, didn't you? I did. Did you say there's your sign? Yes, he did. Yep. What the fuck? What? What's the sign? <laughs> the sign that you are a complete and utter moron when it comes to television shows. That's not you know a sign. nothing about anything you ever talk about on this show. You go off for about thirty minutes about some program that you've never even seen one fucking episode of. I have seen. You do this all the time, and I have to sit here through it and go pull my hair out. And I'm like, oh my god, he literally knows nothing about the show that he is bitching about. I've seen several episodes of fringe and they're terrible again you know nothing about what you're talking about <laughs> i hate so, that show i know i hate that show there it is well <laughs> i saw the first two episodes and then stopped but that's before I it watched, really got moving i yeah. watched an episode the other night and i was like what the balls you're four seasons into the show yeah, you don't turn into the middle anything. of the book but it's turned into x files and stuff i mean well, like it, it always had that from the beginning it yeah. always had that but it's just I don't know. Yeah, you couldn't. Oh, exactly. You couldn't go to X Files and watch an episode in season five and go. It comes down oh, to honestly what's this about his sister. It's actors. If I don't like the actors, I'm not going to like your show. And there you go. Whatever. All that part makes then. sense. Yeah. The truth from Paul. That's a big part of it for me. Also, fringes balls. <laughs> Blue guard. Moving on. <laughs> Blue guard. <laughs> I've got that dude's number as far as his. His approach to that. And his isn't every that episode they have a scene where he's like eating food with his hands and makes his son sing a sad song? Yeah, it's you know, all weirdness. All grapes yeah. and stuff dribbling down his chin. Yeah, nom, it's nom, just, nom, nom, nom. yeah, it's just he's strange. It's just what the it's hell are you talking strangeness about? Talking about uh, Return of the King. Oh, okay. You know, John Noble. He yes. was Denethor. That's and right. He was an You're ass. right. Yeah. He was in Return of the King. You're right. Was that him in that? Well, yeah. good on him. That was actually you liked good. him in that. I did. Yeah. An amazing oh sure, you like that actor then. Yeah, but I don't like him. I don't like his. I don't like his characterization of. Well, I just don't like enfeebled characters. Old people enfeebled. <laughs> oh, because he only be spent twenty five years in a mental mental institution because he had nothing to ground himself to to reality. <laughs> And now he's trying Speaking to of reality. live in reality and still trying to figure years. out what's real and what's not. Yeah, That's no, right. that yeah. doesn't make yeah. any sense Paul, at all. Paul, cut him some slack, you fuck. Yeah. You're picking no, on I'm the mentally the ill. That's right. Eat, picking on the enfeebled. Eat my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Eat my I balls, but here I, come the blue guards. You just don't know. That's what it comes down to. I don't to. know. I don't you know. Don't. But what I've seen, no, wait, the I blue guards? Liked. Blue guards? Is that what you're saying? The blue guards? Two by two, hands of blue. Dun, 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 dun. I thought it was like dun, one dun, word, dun, the blue guards. Dun, 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 it's like dun, some dun, kind dun. of Willy Wonka creation. I don't know. I guess I should be happy that it's getting picked up because it's at least closer to the kind of things I enjoy. Still alive. You could be a little glappy about it, Paul. Um, I'm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> saying one more sci-fi series getting nixed. No, it's staying is, alive. Oh yeah, but for thirteen more episodes, and that's it. Yeah, well, that was five, five, five seasons. That's not yeah. bad. That, no. It'll hit hundred. Jeff, you just got to stop publicly 
declaiming your love for these things. I guess, because everything I love goes away. Get on the Paul train, and your shit will hang around. I got for news a while. for you, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> that's life. life. That's life. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are gonna have a field day because it's not gonna be too long before they're gonna make that He-Man movie, and it's gonna be terrible. There's no escaping yeah. it. It's gonna be a mess. Just like that new Turtles movie. That's weird. Ooh, Tom Cruise, like, right? He'll produce it. He might. Tom Cruise is yeah. He-Man. Tom Cruise is He-Man. It. I'll watch it. It's yeah. funny because, like, I swear to, be to God, on by a He-Man. Just a few episodes back, Paul was like, "Oh, He-Man movie is gonna be so good." Nope. No. <laughs> I want it to you be good. Your, you change your tune. I just hope. know. Hope. I, I have hope. I just know. I mean, it it have to. I mean, the stars would have to line up in such an amazing. Oh. Forget it, dude. Yeah, it really would have. Gary to line Goddard up to take did a- that first movie, and it was garbage. Uh, that was back when those kind of movies were all kind of garbage. Yeah, though. yeah, I guess. wasn't saving many of those movies. Uh, no, they just they no. deviated too far from the original. Well, stuff. and they, I mean, what are you going to do? They you take a crappy a property budget. and try to turn it into a good movie. It's not really going. to... Oh boy! Yeah, there we go. You talking about Fringe? <laughs> no, I'm talking about He Man. <laughs> no, you talking about Fringe? Luke Fringe is a crappy property. So uh, is Lost. Lost. <laughs> Obi is. Obi-Wan Kenobi was charged with a felony hit and run last weekend oh. in Roseville, California. Oh, this is that guy that changed his name. After <laughs> fleeing the scene of a five-car pileup caused by his reckless driving. Oh. This particular Kenobi was born Benjamin Kale Felt. Oh, sorry, Fight. But legally changed his name so he could win a 1999 radio contest pegged to Star Wars Episode One. One thousand dollars to the first guy who changes his name to Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, he is dumb. <laughs> Doesn't it cost money to change your name? Yeah, it does. Close to a thousand dollars, probably. No, I don't think it. No, costs not that, that much. No. After all the other things you have to change in your life. Are you talking about uh, like your driver's license and all that? Yeah. Well, everything. Mm, sure, there's the, the expense there's a lot that goes with it. Telling there's... other people that your name is now Obi Wan Kenobi. What you got to pay him a you dollar know what is every time also you tell funny him? is uh because a friend of mine changed her name recently and uh, they print in the paper, like in the classifieds section. Do or something you still like know where that. she is? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, but like. <laughs> If you change your name, it prints in the paper like it says that this person is cha- is legally changing their name to this. Yes, and then uh, it says if anyone has any objections, please write to blah blah blah. Well, there were a bunch of us that were seriously considered just writing something in and sending it in just so that she'd have to refile again. <laughs> That'd be an awesome dick move. Wow. But yeah, That's can you what imagine friends that, are though? for? Yeah. Well, what was what, no? But I mean, can I, you imagine that the Obi Wan Kenobi? You know, like it says in the did that she get like a crazy of, name? It's not crazy, but you're like, it's it went from going to a the blue guard a a normal name for her to something you're like that sounds like a stripper name. Ooh, right. oh, so it was oh, a business yeah. decision, career choice. No, oh, yeah. it wasn't. It was not a business oh, decision. Yeah. Is she getting ready to flaunt her dangling milkers for all to see? <laughs> I don't know. Dangling milkers. That's a strange name. That's another story <laughs> altogether. <laughs> you pay money for that one. Speaking of Star Wars, props to our listener, Evan, who put up the link to episode three, Backstroke of the West. No oh, joke. Which is the, uh, the Shang, the, the, the Chinese yes. subtitle. And Kirsten sent me that link, and it is, is oh, amazing. Jesus. It is. It is so it really is. And the link I sent you, at the very top, there's an update, because the screen caps he shows, he took with his cell phone camera, he got better, he got actual uh, vid cap rips. Oh, wow. With a much clearer subtitle. Brilliant. And, oh, dude, it is so funny. Is there video on that, too? Because all I saw were the screen caps, and I was just scrolling. 
going yeah. through laughing at each one. Somebody put up somewhere a BitTorrent link that oh, maybe okay. went to that. I don't know. But he, oh, okay. was, he was pulling the funny caps. That's really so. funny. But yeah, oh, those caps dude. were hilarious. God, those mistranslations were just hysterical. <laughs> Yeah, it's all up inside you, me. The, yes, it, it, it's it's in my be. He's, he's in, in my, my behind. behind. Yes. yes, you know the wish power is together with you. Well, I, my, I think my favorite one of all of them is is the infamous Darth Vader. No translates yes. to do not want. Do not want. <laughs> and Yoda. And I know Kenobi. that meme. I didn't realize that meme yeah. was from the trans mistranslation. Yep. Yeah, I've seen that. Do not want. But I didn't know that. that was that was from yeah. oh, Yoda and Kenobi in the the Jedi Temple amongst the younglings, and the captions like "Who did the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Who did the fuck? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's great. Oh, oh and uh, oh Kenobi on the hillside at the end of the fight when he's like, "I, you can't win. I have the high ground." And it's like, "My geography is to yours. Compare superior." <laughs> <laughs> My geography is to yours compared to superior. Now, why would they translate it into English? Was it in another language? Those were the English subtitles. It was oh, in I Mandarin. See. I got He you. bought it for four bucks in Shanghai. <laughs> uh, like the day of the best four bucks he day ever spent. <laughs> That's funny because yeah, somebody had to translate it from English yes. into Mandarin. Yep, and maybe. then from Mandarin back into English. Yeah, yeah. Because there were there, one of the threads, there there are Mandarin speakers who are just like, Wow, I don't know how in the hell they got this from that. Right? <laughs> yeah. And 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 the Jedi Council, Presbyterian <laughs> Church, every fucking time. <laughs> that is just hysterical. Ah! Way to reveal the subtle of the allegory. Indeed. <laughs> Lucas's true agenda. Yeah, if, you, if you get the chance, folks, click on the link. Go to that page. Go to the top. He posts the update link. Holy shit. It is hysterical. Ooh, funny. Thank you again, Evan. Nice work. Uh, according to Disney and more blog, intrepid Disney Imagineers are apparently finalizing plans to convert design and convert an old section of Disneyland Paris into a Star Wars-themed land, complete with a Jedi Academy, revamped Star Tours rides, sci-fi shops, and a colorful Mos Eisley Cantina restaurant. CEO of Disneyland Paris, Philippe Gass, was uh, quoted a while back saying that the new Star Tours 2.0 upgrade would not be completed in time due to budgetary issues and increased costs. That may have been a smokescreen for more elaborate plans to come, but no official word has come out of Burbank yet. Where has something like that been before? It sounds really, really familiar. Like I'm a place here in Vegas that might have so. been... No, I think you had think, a sci-fi no, I think, themed I think, restaurant. I think you're thinking of King's and, Island. And ride and... Oh, oh yeah, sounds that, really, really. I, good. I, I, I think that was the Fringe Universe Land over. Oh uh, yeah, Fringe Land. Okay, I yeah. Would you like to try some French fries? <laughs> I've been cooking them in my molecular kitchen. <laughs> I'm a wild card. <laughs> you never know what's happening with me. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, it's funny. That's the closest he's gotten to that character the whole show. <laughs> It's still not exact, yeah, but it's, well, it's the closest he's got. Then he, he kind of uh, knows what he's talking I know, about. I do know. I know a little bit about what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, um, the Star Tours thing. Um, uh, oh, balls. Where is my brain going? Reel it in. Reel it in. Shit. Broken. Hyperspace. It's gone. 
No, back. it's back. Okay, okay. so Christ, what uh, happened? You remember? Uh, you remember? Have you ever seen? There is a great video out there. I don't know where it is. You can, maybe you can put this in the links in the in the notes. Okay. Uh, there is. Uh, they were ta- you were just talking about how there's going to be like a, a Jedi Academy land or whatever. Yeah. There's a Jedi Academy show that happens at one of the Disney parks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen this? Is video? that the yes, one with the, the singing and dancing with the little girl? With the little girl, uh, yes. That, the little that girl kneels who, before she kneels Mayor. before Vader yes. and wants to be a Sith. Yeah, fucking awesome. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, yep, yep. Oh, what's you know apropos gold. to this, uh, Todd? I'm looking forward to about ten years, fifteen years from now, when Gary Goddard tells a story about he proposed a giant Death Star at the site of the Neonopolis in Fremont, <laughs> and it like got this, scuttled by. This is why. We have to go to PowerCon again this year. Gary oh. Goddard is going to be a guest. Oh, okay. oh, really? Really? There's going to be a lot of good people at this PowerCon. My goodness. We've got to go again this year. Would you possibly go again? You know, I had a good time. I don't see why I wouldn't go again. <clears throat> Would you want to go, Commander K? I, 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 you can I put could. Because the more the merrier and the room rates go down. Mm-hmm. All right, because well. I'm this close to, to pulling the trigger on some room stuff anyway. And I'd like to make a road trip of it this time. Not instead my of, car. Instead of flying. No, we can take my car. But I want to fly this time. Holiday road. Because it's not right next to the airport anyway, so it wouldn't, oh, make, okay. it wouldn't make any sense. Uh, so if you're down for a five-hour trip, cue the Lindsay Buckingham. It's not that far away, but <laughs> anyway, we'll talk more about <clears throat> yeah, it. All righty. I really want us to go to PowerCon again. Mark Ruffalo told Collider that he is officially locked in for six Marvel films. Jeez. And he wow. definitely hopes they keep him around for as long as possible. The news that uh, Ruffalo is locked in for the six films is even more interesting when you take into the account a comment from Marvel marketing exec Paul Gitter, who said that if Ruffalo's Bruce Banner is a hit, he'll have a solo film by 2015, despite recent comments that a new Hulk film was not in the cards. So that's he's marked in for these six films, even though there's no Hulk film currently in development. The six films include this first Avengers? I'm not sure on that. But even even if so, that means that's five more films. Because I can see here. I can Jesus. see two more Avengers films. That's sure, easy. Because the trilogy is kind of the way they the way you go with these things. Um, All right, a trilogy of Avengers and then two and then, Hulk maybe, and, then, and that would well I'm well, sorry. That's not even and then th- three and then more a trilogy movies. of Hulks. That would be six. But you think that but they're you think they're in for a trilogy of Hulks? Is that what they're I because well, we yes. know Iron Man they three pro- is coming up. Or maybe I know Thor two. Maybe is, it'll be is war, in the maybe they'll go World War Hulk. Maybe that'll be a storyline for the Avengers. That'd be neat. There could there are cool things. Maybe the could Planet do. Hulk. They could do oh, they could do Planet Hulk and then World War Hulk, the third Avengers film. Boy, if they did Avengers Planet versus Hulk, film, I would salute Red, them Red for Hulk the versus sheer Grey Hulk. If they did, if they did Planet Hulk as a live action, which would be John Carter of Mars, basically. So yeah. maybe they won't do it. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But because it was John Carter of Mars, uh, yeah. Maybe they'll just do a snippet of it, but they could do World War Hulk. After yes. disposing of him in a in an episode and have and that, and him coming back, that'd be pretty badass. Uh-huh. Everybody versus the Hulk. Yeah. If it, like, if his character is big enough to build around, I, I, Mark Ruffalo's good. Could be exciting. Mm-hmm. Neil Gaiman's Graveyard Book, a sort of jungle book in which a boy is raised not by animals but by the dead, is going to be a Disney movie. Henry Selleck, who previously directed Gaiman's Coraline, <laughs> as well as Tim Burton's I'm Already Losing, Paul is shaking his head. He produced Nightmare... Uh, <laughs> it was a beautiful transition. Paul was on the verge of like, oh, this is so cool. Oh, I just died. <laughs> Disney movie, is that what killed you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Here's a kid raised by the dead. 
Disney. I mean, Henry that, Selleck, who previously directed uh, Game Coraline, as well as Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, which yeah, well, once okay, again puts exactly, the characters MB, through stop MBX motion. Was exactly what I was thinking. Okay. Oh, he wants to do it in stop motion. Yes, he does. Oh, great. Fine. Ooh, great. Ooh, do it. Ooh, <laughs> Knock it out. And then you want him back over. That's fine. <laughs> Disney doesn't mess with that shit, really. It's not yeah. Disney. That's yeah. a whole it's different just, creative team yeah. under the under the Disney is the distributor. Like an animated thing. It's t- yeah. That was Touchstone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Disney is just the distributor. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. Fine. They own well, everything anyway. Fuck it. And uh, San Raimi has signed on to help reboot the '82 classic Poltergeist. He will not direct it himself. Uh, Robert Tappert is involved, and the script is being written by David Lindsay Abair, the uh, Oz and Great and Powerful screenwriter. Yes. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. Uh, Raimi, Raimi couldn't do it. Uh, but Raimi will reportedly jump into Poltergeist as soon as he wraps up his new Evil Dead reboot. Okay. So I'm glad for this. I want a Poltergeist reboot. I want I want that because I want older Poltergeist stuff to come to the forefront too. But I Bob just, Tappert's involved, so you yes, just Yes, but lost Bob him. Tappert's okay in the movies. It's when he gets involved in the TV show that pisses me off. Oh, okay. I just watched uh, Insidious. I forced myself to watch that. I love that movie. It was really good. I love Insidious. Mm. I had a good time with mm. that movie. Yep. That creeped me the fuck out. Yeah. It has some moments, man. <laughs> it does. Yeah. I gave it four stars on a, or five stars on Netflix. I yeah. really did like it. Yeah. It has some... It. it it pulls off daytime scares like I've never seen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And I told my wife that because she's the scariest scaredy cat that ever lived. And she and, and, and I was like, yeah, I watched Insidious last night. It forced myself. In the, I mean, like one o'clock at night. I'm like, right. Oh, good yeah. job. Yeah, I really did. I really did it. Uh, I still had the light on, but but still. And uh, <laughs> and, uh, and she's and uh, and she's like, why did you do that? I was like, well, it was fun. It was really good. And, like, and, and I said, yeah, there's. And she's like, well, tell me about it. No, don't tell me about it. <laughs> and, I go, and I go, well, it's just there was there were some daytime scares. She's like, oh, that's just what I need. She's scared to death at night all the time. It's just ridiculous. She's she's funny. I can I can within three words bring her to tears of fear. And it's not it's not good. I don't do that. But I, but Smile I have that, in the window. I have that evil power sometimes. Oh no, I'd never do that. No, it's aliens with her. Oh, is it? Is it aliens? Aliens oh, is like the grays. Huge, yeah. The grays, I got gotcha. you. Aliens are huge. Yeah. She's just like, whoa. Yeah. Or Transformer helmets for Rick. <laughs> <laughs> what a motherfucker. Ah! <laughs> Thank God he didn't have a gun. <laughs> he would have shot me dead. It's true. He would have. That was a funny moment. That was a funny moment. <laughs> Uh, Mattel and Hasbro revealed a few of their Comic-Con exclusive toys. Yeah! We'll start with Mattel and their Master of the Universe exclusive. Woo-hoo! No! The original three He-Man figures used to pitch the Masters of the Universe to Mattel. The pack will actually be one figure with the accessories to change him into the Barbarian, uh, the Barbarian with a jetpack, with wings, and uh, the tank dude. Other Vicor. Re- okay, Vicor. Yeah, the tank it's called dude. Vicor. All right, no, the figure's called Vicor. The figure's called, and it has a like a tank turret for a head. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're in. They're in Power and Honor. That uh, that book. Okay. With all the prototype stuff. Right. Right. They're the three prototypes. Remember the one that looked like Boba Fett. Yes. Okay. So he's in there, and there's yeah. the tank guy, and there's a the barbarian. Okay. Yeah. They've they've been modified a little bit, but they look like the old prototype figures. So it's an interesting. It's an interesting move. Other Mattel exclusives include Ghostbusters Dana Barrett as Zool. Uh, DC Villainous Poly Pocket 3-pack, a cute Tiny Titans v- uh, PVC figurines 5-pack, and a DC Universe figure of Death from Sandman. 
As for Hasbro, they only released a new Transformer exclusive, <clears throat> but that includes the fall of Cybertron Bruticus. Apparently there will be a mass retail Bruticus, but this is the bigger and better one. There will also be a zombie cliff jumper figures from Transformers Prime. I haven't got into Transformers Prime. I don't care for the design of those robots. I've heard the show's okay. It's a, I've watched an episode or two. It's all right. I, I don't know. It's all let's, right. Let's hope that those are, don't fall prey to the uh, the line uh, con things that we had that we talked about on our post Comic Con episode, where you, you're in line to get a ticket for a raffle that That's you might Mattel be works. able to get. That's what Mattel does. Oh, it will. Is that what Mattel yeah, does it will now? Be. Thankfully, number one, that He Man piece. Outside of hardcores, nobody wants that thing. Now, Mattel, honestly, honestly like I mean, I, I applaud them for making it, but only the hardcores are going to get that. Now, depending, thing. it is left fucking field. It seriously, it looks like Boba Fett, a tank guy, head guy, and a kind of okay looking Viking. Now, some <laughs> of that Mattel stuff isn't line con stuff. Like if you catch it at the right time of day, you can go right in line, go up to the thing, and purchase it if they have any left in stock for that day. Okay. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I know that they have done that for some of like the the rarer exclusives, which is probably going to be that He Man one. I'm going to order it online. Yeah, I don't know. I I would. I, there's no point in going and waiting in line to see if you can get it's, a ticket it, to maybe. And well, get the it. only difference the only difference is the pack out. And I I'm I'm out of box collector anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the same You're thing. Talking with, like the packaging, like it just doesn't have the exclusive sticker on it. No, it just it just. Uh, well, it's, think, the one, it's the one item with accessories, <coughs> so you'd have to buy three to get all. Precisely, you got to oh, spend ninety bucks if you want to display all three of them that way. I'm not going to. I just want one. It's fine. I'm going to make the tank dude and be done with it. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, they're they're all they're in. It's an interesting thing. It's great. Uh, thankfully. Um, Masters Universe Classics is doing really well right now, which is good. But moves like this, this I find distasteful, questionable. Okay, questionable. As a longtime fan, I dig that they're going into the archives and really do. But it's the 30th anniversary of He-Man, and you're trying to get the word out about He-Man and Masters of the Universe, Skeletor and He-Man. That's what you need. You need a 12-inch Skeletor and or both or He-Man, something like that. You need to put something out there that the mass market remembers. Or do you, I guess? Is Comic-Con so niche that no one will pick up on the the flavor of it? I feel like, I don't know, is Comic-Con a place to put... A niche piece specifically. I know a lot of niche niche mm. pieces do exist there, but well, they do that. But for the thirtieth anniversary, yeah, they tend to be very limited runs. For the thirtieth yeah. anniversary of He Man, I guess that's it. So it's going to be a tiny run. Yeah, I guess it's a good place. It's a Comic Con it. special. It's a good place to put it. it, it you the, don't want a you don't want a twelve inch He Man and twelve inch Skeletor to be a Comic Con special. You're right. You're right. The I guess you need an eighteen inch for that. Well, oh in yeah. Grand, in the grand scheme, it is. I guess it is a smart place to put. Well, put, and we just learned from watching Comic Book Men this season that Comic Con exclusives. A couple years later, somebody's selling it off because they bought like two of them and they need the money. They're not worth a whole lot. A couple of years down the line, it depends what they are and how much yeah. they need. It's yeah, it depends on how much we're supply and demand. But yeah, there's you, not much demand. Don't matter what the supply is. They weren't able no to offer like when people would bring this stuff into the to sell. They, they said, "Well, I, the, the most I could offer you is like this," mm-hmm. because they're pretty common. You know, people bought like two or three of them and they're trying to sell them off, so they're Cold not quite as still exclusive. worth some good money. Carl, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've forgiven him 
it's he he is hooked yeah me you up mean with, for all the other times that he's he hooked stood me up in line with such for, yeah. other cool shit dude i've got the sorceress stat stat statue oh man he's hooked me up with such awesome shit his, and his, I have a Keldor now. His marks in the failure column are shadowed by his marks in the success column. Most by definitely. Far. <laughs> Carl is the man. That man's a trooper. I've run into him several times on the floor. I'm like, what are you doing in line again? Ooh. He's like, I'm in line for Paul's shit. Ooh, do you guys do you guys want a spoiler? I don't know if I should share this now. Oh, I don't know. It's spoiler regarding oh. what? Oh. Regarding Khan. Oh. You know, yeah, yeah. Spoil Khan. I got a little problem with you spoiling Khan here. Yeah, right. he's this not is, going. This is, just, so. this, is just, this is just ugly couch show stuff. Okay. Barry isn't going. Isn't going. Nope. Really? Well, how's, yep. that, how'd that come about? Because as of like a few weeks ago, he was. He's not going. Uh, more important to him this week. Aha. Well, he's also a lot further away. That's true. It's a lot more expensive. Better freaking call me then, because <laughs> god damn it, <laughs> he's ruining my plans uh, Barry, already. Barry, call Jeff, please. Just call, call, call him yourself. Plus, he misses you. Barry, call Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Heartless guy. No, but I hope, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's sad. He's, he's, he's been the last 12. Wow. Mind. Yeah, yeah, we're already registered as press for the thing, too, which is funny. Uh, if, well, you, yeah. if you haven't already bought tickets to see the Avengers on opening day, you might want to do so because Deadline says it's already sold 185 million in tickets overseas. Well, in the U.S., it's pre-sold more tickets than any other Marvel movie combined. Wow. And it's tracking for an opening weekend of at least $125 million. Oh, yeah. On top of that, it's currently getting a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes and 75 on Metacritic. Wow. It's up to 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Unless nice. a few more brought Well, you know, you got that guy, Armand, whatever the fuck. Who's, Asante? Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> Is there some guy who drags down every Rotten Tomato? He's the, he's the one who killed uh, Toy Story's uh, clean sweep. Perfect. Yeah, hat trick, because Toy Story 3, he was like the one guy who's, who didn't give it a... I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't after, like it. After 1 and 2, I think, got 100%, if I'm remembering the story right. Didn't like it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Was, yeah he's, known uh, as a, he's known as a stinker. I didn't realize Rotten Tomatoes was up that high, because the last I saw it, it was like 87.5, and it's up to 94 now. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. They're getting the happy peoples. The upcoming Judge Dredd adaptation... Dread, that's what it's called, has received an R rating for strong and bloody violence, language, Whoa. drug use, and sexual content. <clears throat> As it should. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's kind of a foregone conclusion that Dread would get its R. <clears throat> Here's what producer Andrew McDonald said back in 2010. Main thing about Dread is it is a fantastic comic that was completely messed up 20 years ago. Our idea is to make a very hard R-rated, gritty, realistic movie of Dread in Mega City. Wow. So we got to get the tone right. Is he saying the comic was messed up or the movie messed the, up the, the comic? The movie messed up the comic. Got it. He's not going <laughs> to take off his helmet. His bike is going to feel real. He's going to hit people, and it's going to feel real. There's been a change in comic book movies. They were treated unseriously, and now they're treated seriously. Well, it's like, uh, you know... Like with the Punisher, you and I have talked about this before. You can't make a PG PG thirteen Punisher movie. Nope. You have to go for an R rated Punisher movie because otherwise you are you're you're defanging you're not, the Punisher. Yeah, exactly. You you're you're, you're not Punisher. honest to the material. You're not honest to the fans, and you know it's just man needs yeah. claws. Yeah, exactly. Was that Warzone? Is that on Netflix? When did I see that? I rent that movie? Did I buy that movie? I don't know. Punisher Warzone. That last one. Yeah. With what's his name? Stevenson. Yeah, Ray Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It's good. Yeah, it's good. Fun, fun movie. It's Todd good. and I saw that in the theater and we giggled our asses. I'm trying off. to remember which scene it was that we were just like sold. <laughs> Rocket launched uh, yeah, to the uh, parkour. Yeah, to the parkour kid. Yeah, yeah that was it. Because like we're up to that point, we're just like, well, so far it's like, oh yes, this is Punisher. Yeah, yeah. this is good. It's pretty good. Is she gonna do it again? No, no, that's. Uh, it ended up being a one-off. I think they had plans initially for a sequel, but. It uh, didn't do as well as they thought, that's, no. but that's what happens when you release The Punisher on Christmas weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it, didn't do t- it did okay with DVD sales. I mean, it sold a lot more DVDs than it did. Uh, oh, Hollywood. It's run at the box office. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it has kind of become like a You know, the feel-good movie yeah. of the year. Yeah, exactly. You know, well, that's good. Good on that, because I like racing. He was good in Three Musketeers. That's the only thing good about Three Musketeers. Yeah, that's oh the new God. the new one, the one that was just like recently the real stylized came out. one. Oh, that looks that so terrible! And it's Holy got mackerel. what's her name from uh, uh, the. Oh, why is my brain suddenly not Mila working? Jovovich. Yes, thank you. She's I, okay in it. Everybody's okay in it. The actors are fine. It's big stuff blows up. It's it, it's exciting ish, but it's just has no soul. I can't, if I see Mila Jovovich attached to a movie now. I don't want to ever see the movie. Because well, it's the it's same guy the who same. did the Resident Evil movie. I know it's it's yeah. like it's the same Paul, goddamn Paul stuff. In every they're married. Movie. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not like Mila that turns me off. It's her husband. Yeah, yeah. They're married, and so yeah. it's he just puts you know he's her. He throws she's her, her in there, and he, he it's they're she's all muse. they're all identical to each other. It's Pretty like much. every single movie. It's like if you've seen this movie, you've seen the other three movies yeah. that are directed by. Uh, this I guy. think you nailed it with the word soulless. Yeah, that's just it. It has no soul. Yeah. And game industry personality Adam Sessler has parted ways with G4, according to his representative. Really? Former editor-in-chief at the network, Sessler's last appearance on air was the April 25th episode of X-Play, the 14-year-old game culture program which Sessler had been hosting since its inception as GameSpot TV on ZDTV. According to sources over at Kotaku, the split was over a contract dispute and was not on amicable terms. Sessler will next appear as himself in the film Noobs this summer and retain his position as a film production consultant on video game-based movies. That wow. network is almost done. Yeah. So. I mean, it's been done for a while. Well, uh, I liked Attack of the Show for a long time, too. I mm-hmm. really did. I used to tape that every day. And then they got that new hostess after uh, Olivia left. And they, I mean, they used to have just subs in Candace all the time. Bailey? Yeah. She doesn't bother me so much as that the way the format of the show has changed. I haven't seen it's, it that recently, so I don't know how well, much it's changed. Well, just from my perspective, I, the show is less about geek stuff that, that you and I would identify as geek stuff. Now, I understand, like, you, you brought the, the show about the sneakers the mm-hmm. to, the, to, to the Ugly Couch show. Anybody can geek out on anything. That's, that's, that's just, you know, that's reality. Well, the show is now trying to bring in all these other forms of geekdom that I would not identify with the channel G4. Like people that are into guns, people that are into, you know, military equipment, people that are into, well, they have sneakers and now they have cars. So it's become more like, well, like what old TNN used to be, the Nashville Network, you know, and it's like... (laughs) G four, the Nashville Network. Well, it's probably it, it some really of the same is people. because they've got wrestling on there. They've got yeah. freaking well, you know just, bomb squad Afghanistan and cops reruns that are yeah, on all day I long. I haven't watched it in so long. I mean, I've I've been so happy since I got rid of cable. I can't even tell you. But yeah, Candace Bailey was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. I'm just like really well. And that's in her defense, she actually up. has gotten better because she's had more time with the material now. But yeah, the show has just changed. She's terrible. and not for the better. She's terrible. 
they're, they're just they're just focusing the other, too much on this all the other gal is fun and super sleazy sexy uh allison hayslip no, blonde no. not allison hayslip um Allison Hayslip is so hot. I don't even know. Allison Hayslip is hot. Yeah. I love but Allison Hayslip. It's the dude. other one. It's the other little, the little Playboy bunny girl. Oh, Sarah Underwood. Yes. Oh, good lord. Oh, former good Playmate lord. of the Year, of course. Sex <laughs> on a stick. That gal, out of control. Well, if you're doing it right. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she's she's hot business, but she's also sharp and yeah. quick. Like I I I don't understand why she's not the co-host. Instead of Candace, Candace Bailey is terrible. I just got She has Candace got in there first. She has no. I don't. She must. I don't know who she blew, <laughs> but Aww. she's just. Well, she's she's terrible. But not Sessler anymore. Well, the whole network has. Gone, it's like. I don't know. The whole network has turned from being something that you know is like a channel for us geeks to watch to those Cheaters. high school cops, high school musclehead. Bully Spike TV crowd. Yes, thank you. The Spike yeah. TV crowd. Yeah, they've turned into Spike TV. Well, because there's a huge segment of gamers that are that now with Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. There's yes. so many people that own an Xbox 360, I a copy of Modern Warfare, and that's it. I believe the term is bro gamer. Oh, buddy, bro gamer indeed. I think you've got it's a point there. Garbage shit, but whatever. TwitchTV.com. Go get your new addiction on. It is live streaming video games. It is awesome. Or watch the Ugly Couch Show, folks. <laughs> yes, yes. But why? You can listen to Geek Shock while you're watching live streaming video games. Ha! Well, there you go. You can listen to our audio stuff, but go check out their channels. You're not they selling have, me on Twitch. Uh, the live streaming video games plus what? People playing video games. Are you listening to them play and they're talking about it? Are they they doing sometimes it? are. Yes. Or are they just watching footage of games? Nope. They're playing. Right then and there, there's chat channels on the side that you can just read and comment on. Sometimes they're very active with the chat. Sometimes it's a quiet, watch me play this game kind of thing. Sometimes it's competitive. Sometimes it's shows that are set up by outside sites and networks. We could even host something on Twitch at some point. Could be really funny. Could do a game night with the ugly couch. Could be really great. So you can have the game streaming on one thing, and then us on the couch talking while we're playing. It'd be really funny to do a Soul Calibur night or something. It could be really cool. We should look into it because there's been some entertaining stuff. Like there's, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with um, Screw Attack. No, I don't know Screw Attack. Do you know they're Screw Attack? A, they're uh-huh. a they're a subset of uh, game trailers. Okay. Uh, and they do like they do a little show called Screwing Around with Retro Games, where they just play old school games and talk shit and talk shop and talk games, and it's and and take comments from people live streaming, live chatting. It's pretty cool. There's a lot of really cool content on this website. Hmm. I'm just digging in. It's really cool. Twitch TV. Uh, it is what G4 should be, can't possibly be, mm. and it's the evolution of entertainment as we know it because. This is the next thing. Watching video games, watching really adept people play video games is our new sports. Yeah, because your girlfriend likes it so much. Uh, my girlfriend <laughs> hates that shit. My girlfriend, my wife, she hates that shit. She has no. She doesn't get it at all, but that's okay. All right, Jeff, look at the time. Tell you what time it is. Uh, we're in one hour, 10, 11, 12 yeah. minutes. You know what that means, right? Uh, is it time for the big list? The big list! Whoa! Oh, my I was walking out of the bathroom and I struck my finger on one of the wild, wild sockets that was there, and I had an electric thought. 
What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that is not the list, folks. Now, continuing the last week's list, Sci-Fi oh, dumped yeah. out 28 yes. new shows right. that they have in development. They're still rolling. Oh, and you weren't here. I man. was not here, and I listened to the, the episode, so, and I definitely would have uh, red flagged a bunch of those. <laughs> <laughs> we red flagged most of it. No, uh, no you guys you greenlit, greenlit all, but, all one. but one. And that was oh, the Jack we? Osborne one. Oh, that's right. Jack the the oh, highway ghost. Mike, Mike, uh, Mike was the tiebreaker, and he... Uh, because you he hemmed and hawed. <laughs> yeah, but but he ended up green lighting them, and it was all the ones because you're like, oh, I love these fucking shows, these ghosts, these door hunter shows. I do, <laughs> but not. Jack but you're Osborne. part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love to stop hate being them. part of the problem. Be part of the solution. I love to hate them. Well, now I understand. Fringe needs to hunt more doors. <laughs> So if you were here last week, the basic setup is I am the pitch man. I'm pitching yes. my shows, which are these already sold shows. Wait, you're the pitcher, yeah. we're the catcher? I yeah, exactly. Like, oh, like this? Yeah. It's going to be a workaround. You should be sour up my bunghole. You're not going to green light much of this, are you, Paul? <laughs> I'll green light a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> and these three gentlemen will be the executives for Sci-Fi Channel, and they're going to give the red light or the green light to these now uh, Michael was fired from the company, so we have hired this new upstart <laughs> named 80s Jeff. Yes. Guy with a lot of ideas. Yeah, so... Well, uh, but but are we differing from the actual sci-fi executives? Because they'll greenlight anything. Yeah, yeah. No, you are... You are I want your opinions as okay. an executive. This, well, the thing these is, are all personal. greenlit. They're yeah. going yeah. through. No, I, they're I got this. Yeah. No, yeah. I, that's why I said yeah, every, sci-fi every, greenlights anything. Yeah, so... No. Yeah, what I'm reading, these are shows yep. that actually are in development on the sci-fi channel. I mean, there's right. Stargate on sci-fi channel, so for God's sake. So we are going back in time. You are taking the place. Stargate's been off the air for like a couple of years. What? Who did that? Let's fire the fuck. That's your fault. How can this be? How can this be? So we're going back in time. You have replaced the executives. It's up to you to make these decisions. All right. Fire away, kid. My my first pitch is for a show I'm going to call Rewind. 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 Revolves around a team of military field operatives and civilian scientists who must use untested technology to travel back in time to alter events and change the future and avoid a devastating terrorist attack. Oh, now, I, go. I've got people attached. God. Shane McRae stars as Sean Knox, ex-Special oh. Forces, who ranks as a field operative in a special division of the Department Ugh. of Homeland Security. The uh, pilot will also star Jennifer Farron, Academy Ugh. Award nominee Keisha Cass Hughes from Whale Rider. It is currently in production in Toronto. Uh, Jack Bender is directing the pilot. It's written by Justin Marks, who did Street Fighter Legend of Chun-Li. I know we lost Torgo at Jack Bender. So, no, 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 I'm pitching it. Legend pitching it. of Chun-Li. So, so there you go. The my, most my field operatives. piece of shit. So there you go. Time Good travel show. God. Time travel show. If that gets more than two episodes, I'll be... Red flag up and down the road, dude. No way. No way. They did that stupid movie. No potential here. Also, I was trying to pitch a show called Rewind, wherein people fill old bottles with piss and see if they can pass it off at fancy restaurants. What the? (laughs) What is wrong with your brain? (laughs) Somebody drinks wine and then pees it into a bottle. It's Rewind. They get rewind. It gets rewind. Yeah. I get it. See, Paul? <laughs> I, Jeff, I'm you got to open your I'm mind. I'm not saying you I don't get out of the, box. the joke. Out of the box of wine. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, I don't get the joke. Yeah, I'm just absolutely. saying. <laughs> the 
Come out on. of the wine box, people! <laughs> Think outside the wine box. Tagline: Shit sells itself. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Do it at a fucking tasting. So Watch back, these back, snotty back people the... go, mmm, it has an oaky flavor. <laughs> yeah, that'd be my dick. That'd be the wood of my cock yeah. you're tasting. And there'd be that one slutty chick who'd be like, I've tasted this before. <laughs> Can't remember the year. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> so a big red red stamp from Paul. Yeah, Gentlemen, I'm, what are you thinking? I'm sorry. I, you know what? Tra- time travel to correct time. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm too, I'm too geekaholic because I don't view time that way. So it's like the whole we got to fix time. So it's not real enough for you. It's not exactly. time cop enough for you. It, it, it really, it really isn't. Well, I just, it, I hate the whole idea of oh, time is broken. We need to fix it. The it's crux like, of it is flawed. If time was truly broken. And you could go back in time and fix it. You wouldn't have to. Because you did. Red flag. Right? <laughs> right? But sure. you still have to go through the action. No. Because you did it. Only if you do the action. Who knows? Third base. Once you <laughs> did it, once you did it, you'd never know you did it. And you'd never, it'd never happen. We'd prob- Jeff probably went back in time and fixed this episode. <laughs> and we don't oh, no, even no. know. That's, no, why no, was gone last, that's why he was gone last episode. <laughs> Fixing this one? He was back in time. You know what, I, uh, Jeff? And, when, and when the professor was like, gigawatts, he's like, that's gigawatts. Yes. I haven't actually done that before. <laughs> So uh, even though we have two executives, we have to hear from a new upstart. Well, but what's the point? They no, no, got two well, red flags. You so. got two red flags, but uh, um, God, I. But in I case love these guys kick off. You said you were gonna red flag everything, and this has got your wiener per- perkin. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's a different type of red flag, Jeffrey. <laughs> I got a feeling that this executive likes time travel stuff. I do like time travel stuff. Anybody that knows me knows that I, I, I have a, a great affinity for and time what's travel what's wonderful stuff. is that I can go into the past and see my son again. You oh, had your turn. God. It's my turn. <laughs> my turn to talk. Blue guards. <laughs> Blue guards are the time travel of the future. Shh. <laughs> Don't you shush me. Shh, Paul. Shh. <laughs> let me enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. Stay quiet. Let me enjoy it. Just shut up and let me enjoy it. Can't enjoy it with your noise. <laughs> Jeff, there's a ton of silence there. What the fuck? I got Paul to be quiet. <laughs> What's the point now? <laughs> Honestly. No, really, I need your opinion. Uh I think it has an interesting premise. I don't know that it would necessarily work out. I would probably have greenlit it to at least see a pilot, see what they do with it. But did you see that? Jake Gyllenhaal movie. No, I did not. It's the same thing, right? I don't know. I haven't seen that Yeah, but movie. that's a movie versus an ongoing TV series. But it's a government agent Source. sent to go fix time. Mm-hmm. Source, Source code. code. Now, some, yeah. they did a Time Cop TV series for a while, which is a very similar premise as to what you've God read damn, there. I, gotta watch I never saw the TV series, so I didn't really get a chance to... you got to watch which? Source Code. I, I've got Why? it. I haven't watched it. Are you bought it? I have it. How yes. did you get it? 
But I, as a lover, yes. as a lover of scripted it was, sci-fi, it was given to me. Does, does it have strange subtitles? It was subtitles? given to you by money you spent. <laughs> by a it was, friend. It was who a said gift. I should see it. Uh, a certain, uh, a certain uh, <laughs> President Benjamin Franklin yeah. gave me this gift. <laughs> yes, I spent a hundred dollars. My good friend Alexander Hamilton got it for me. All right, so two reds and, and a green. Yeah, it's just, I, as a lover of, of scripted television and sci-fi in general, I would like to see what they could do with it. But, you know, that's not to say I wouldn't nix it after a couple episodes if it sucked. That's so. right. Well, You're they, on the edge. Didn't you people see The Adventurers? Even though my <laughs> my vote doesn't count, I'm curious to see the shit. This Gross. one actually got me curious. Wow. I like time Gross. travel shit. Even bad time I travel see. shit. Torgo kind of is time it. curious. Yeah. <laughs> time curious. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the next uh, pitch, uh, the Adjustment Bureau. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and and I have to take again. a shit. And yeah, <laughs> once again, two episodes in a row, he's dropping the deuce. There he goes. <laughs> well, for those who are still well, playing, well, trice, but in this drama based on the hit movie starring Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> guardian Angel type agents work to keep the world according to. The plan. They, they create everything from plane crashes to coffee spills in order to steer people to realize their true destiny. But there is one thing operatives and their chairman can't control: free will. Todd Skaven and uh, sorry, it's Todd Slavekin and Darren Swimmer of Melrose Place in Smallville fame. Uh, the writers, executive producer is George Nolfi of the Adjustment Bureau and Board Ultimatum. Uh, so uh, we already got a. a a red from Paul. So, gentlemen, what you got? That's uh, a red for me. I I watched the the movie. The movie was okay. I thought it could have been better. You don't see a series in that. I I don't see a series in it because even the movie like brought up the whole point of you know they said that you know they can't adjust free will. Well, they did. They did in the movie for people that they could actually physically pin down. I mean, the only reason Matt Damon's character got away with half the shit he did was because he escaped their little free will adjustment thing so i that's a red for me red wow full three full mm-hmm. reds on this one if if i hadn't been out already the fact that it's angel people coming to fix a plan get out of here get out of here they're not angels they're actual people they just have technology with them man no you saw the movie didn't you didn't you see the adjustment bureau movie with matt damon Matt Damon. no and emily blunt nope no i didn't either it's well. It's, spoiler alert. Well, yeah, adjust. Well, uh, but, spoiler alert. They adjust really. things. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think we heard in the credits the big red flag pop up for me. What the? Someone associated with the S word. The writer of Smallville. Smallville. Ay Somebody save me from this terrible fucking show. Save me. Save me. Why am I still watching this garbage? Save me. Ten seasons? Are you fucking kidding? (laughs) (laughs) All right, my next pitch, since you've knocked my first two out of the out completely. How about about if I give you high moon? Uh, Then I will slap. I'll spank that high moon. (laughs) Spank it down. It's based on the novel The Lotus Caves by John Christopher. This imaginative, out-of-this-world series explores a world where the countries of Earth have established colonies to mine the moon's resources. When a new life form is discovered, chaos erupts as various factions race to uncover its powerful secrets. 
Executive producer Brian Fuller of Hannibal Pushing Daisies. Yeah. Co-executive producer Jim Danger Gray of Pushing Daisies. Writers Brian Fuller and Jim Danger from Granite Entertainment. It's got good talent attached Pushing to Daisies it. Pushing Daisies is awesome. So what do you think? High Moon? Green. 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 Yeah. I like, I like I, an otherworldly. I like being on another planet. Green. Science fiction. Well, and just the, the producers attached to it. Yep. It, that's that's got a lot of potential. Pushing Daisies was that was done before its time. That, that yeah, could have been, that could have been great. Right. Well, I need, to, I need to buy those seasons. The season. It made did it make it to two. I think it only went to one season, and it's on Netflix. It's one and a half, maybe. Is it on Netflix? It now? was. I mean, I don't know if it still is. Because hmm. that might have been one of the ones that got yanked with the <coughs> stars' a good departure. Show. Green. They they launched Disney stuff. It was a good show. Paul Rubens guested on that show. You can't go wrong. All right, so uh, so they are three greens. What, what you got next? Next, I have for you. Uh, I haven't got a titled yet, so I'm just going to call it "Untitled Booster Gold Project." Based on the best-selling DC Entertainment comic, this is the story of a washed-up athlete from the future who travels back to the present in hopes of becoming the greatest superhero of all time. But instead of chasing criminals, his main priority is chasing fame and money. Uh, Booster Gold discovers that being a hero takes more than just a megawatt smile. Writer Aww. Andrew Kraysberg from Arrow and Warehouse 13, executive producers Greg Berlanti of Green Lantern and Arrow, and uh, Andrew Kreensberg. Uh Yeah? No? Green Booster Gold. Red. I think that character's got a lot of potential. I mean, it's... Not as a live action. You don't think so? Nope. It's too tough. It, he got his own comic, and that comic sold relatively yeah, well. That's what I'm saying. Uh, live action, no way. No way. Nope. You don't think it can reach that uh, equal part comedy, part action? Ha- has anything ever? And that's the thing. That's the problem. We just talked about, like, okay, uh, can we be in agreement here that Dark Knight is is good shit? Batman, of course we can. Batman Begins, all that stuff, really nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, is there so much, if any, Dark levity in that? No. No. And that is what is required. Absolute gravitas, but not with this character. I mean, but that's but you what can I'm make saying. The, but you make the argument that when the first you, Iron Man was a mixture of gravitas and some comedy levity. That is just attributed to the skill of Robert Downey Jr. That was not a funny movie. He is a funny performer. But that's and the, right. that's and the he character. He did make he did well. He did make it work. Yeah, you know I what have I mean. To, like he, he pulled totally out, sold it. But he, but but and but his, he didn't write and, the words. But huh? that's who Tony Stark is, though. Uh, Tony Stark's not funny. Tony Stark is darkly acerbic. That humor comes from a place of I fucking hate myself. I fucking hate who I've become. Yeah, not, not all the Dep- comedy well, in that movie. Depends on, in the comic, yes. In the movie. In. Yeah. in the movie, yeah. He was wrestling with his demons of, of not the bottle yet. but Iron he, Man but, 2, yeah. Iron Man was. 2, but in the first one, he was wrestling with his demons of I've been producing de- uh, weapons that have killed hundreds of thousands of people. Certainly. You know, it, it, all his comedy, yeah. it, it's a dark kind of comedy. Whether people realize that or not, you know yeah. what I mean. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 black comedy, <clears throat> uh, some, and Booster to some Gold in the comics as well. Booster Gold's all that tongue in cheek. I don't think I don't know. That's a, it's 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 yeah, a maybe, high maybe bar to jump, it. dude. I'm red because for me, Booster Gold worked best when Giffen was writing him and Ted Cord Blue Beetle in the Justice League uh, International. That's that true. was some awesome awesome funny superhero stuff and those two characters in particular they literally became made for each other and they originally weren't but they did because of that series and for me personally 
Booster Gold does not work without Ted Cord Blue Beetle. I can, mm. I'm, I'm having a hard time with the current Justice League International for that very reason. So I'm a red. With the animated series, you had, uh, what's his little robot buddy's name? Skeet? Skeet, yep. Skeets, yeah, yeah something like that. Um, and again, I, how do you make that foil? That's what foil, John was talking about. How do you make that yeah. foil plausible? <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I mean? How do you put him... Just... It's such a, like, superhero still, yes, we've come a long way, very quickly, but superheroes in the, in, the, in the real world are such a hard sell for most people. They will turn the channel well, on Well, because instant. it's such, a, it's, well, it's such a ludicrous idea. Precisely. Well, that and sci and if, but sci-fi is not for most people. But, here, but here's the rule, my uh, friend. Yeah. Here's the rule. This isn't, here, I'm going to go back to my improv knowledge, all right? Here we go. You've got unrealistic character. In a realistic world, okay, or a real or an unrealistic world with a very realistic character, you cannot have both. And while they're probably going to try and frame it as here's a superhero come from the future into our realistic world, he's the fish out of water type thing. The fact that he has been able to travel into our world makes our world somewhat unrealistic, and it's just I don't know. It's going to be a hard sell. Yeah, but by that argument, any kind of sci-fi falls into that. Mm. All right, are there other superheroes in this story? Couldn't tell you at this point. I don't know. I'd love to I see read it that succeed. Far. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't <clears> wish <throat> it any harm. I think it's a fun thing. It's just it's a that's a really hard thing to pull off. So as a, as a business leader, you got to say no because because he's an unlikable character. That's true. That's true. There's a lot oh, that, of unlikable characters in. There's a fine line how that could be. You know what I mean? It's a, it's just got a lot. It's just a very I if they if they pull it off. Awesome. <coughs> All right, so I got a red from Paul. I got a red from only, A red, you know what? Red only that I just don't think they can do it. But you know what? Whatever. Green it. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't care. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm still you know, red. I, I would like it to see what they anyway. could do. I would like to see what they could do, and with the people attached, I would give it a green. I like this new guy. He's throwing money at shit. <laughs> That's apparently <laughs> all these guys are the new guys. <laughs> And that's all the time we have for on this part of the big list, so you can bet it's going to continue next week. Oh, yeah. Guys, Classic Video Game Convention is coming back to Vegas this year. Is it? Yep. Nice. So, in August? Uh, or the I can't the recall exactly when now. Yeah, I think it was July if I looked right. That's great news. Uh, it's going to be shit. Where's it going to be? Not the Tropicana? The Riviera, maybe? Okay. The we'll new Plaza we'll Hotel downtown. <laughs> it might. That's it. It is. The it plaza. is the Plaza. Yes, that's it. It's that's a where it used yeah. to. That's where it used to be. And now that they've like revamped yes. the whole hotel, yep. I would nice. imagine it's at the new Plaza. There. You've got it. That's right. Because they were talking about the combination mini golf and piano bar place that they have in there. I okay. forgot yeah, about cool. that mini golf place. Well, it's neat. It's just one. One hole, isn't it? Yeah, it's, not, it's a couple holes. Yeah, it's not like two not, holes. Two or three yeah. holes, and then there's piano bars in there. But yeah. still I, I never checked it out. I but yeah, I like the new plaza. It's nice. But you got something to comment on? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. And of course, watch the Ugly Couch Show. We tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. Uh, those Facebook likes keep coming in. <clears throat> so uh, keep it coming, because when we hit the double zeros... Yes. Boom. Pass the word, folks. Please. We're, we're if so like, close. If you like what you're hearing, put a Facebook link up to the audio cast or the <laughs> podcast, one or the other. Just... Just, you know, copy and paste real quick. Just put it up. Just go, boom. Look, look at this thing. That's it. That's all I'm asking. Put up a look at this thing. 
and see if you get a couple more of your yeah. nerdy friends into it. And especially, whatever, whatever the, do don't put up a picture of Paul's penis when you. Run yeah, no, 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 no. Well, wow! I was just about to say that this is an episode you could recommend to your friends because Just Mike isn't here, making it just tawdry and awful. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, Just Mike. Really and then you had to mention Paul's dirty. penis. I so. think this was a, this was a relatively clean episode, you, and that's what I was saying until the right. uh, Master Torgo. He spoke. brings it out in me, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> So, but next week, Just Michael will be back. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, bring the toilet paper. I am Master Torgo. <laughs> I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. I'm Commander K. And quick note, this weekend, free comic book day in Las Vegas. Cosmic Comics on Tropicana and Sand Hill. Honoring the Avengers movie re-release, we'll be doing raffles all day. Towards the end, they will be raffling off an Avengers number one. Ooh. It's not in great condition. It's worth about $1,000. A real good condition one recently auctioned for a quarter of a million. But it is raffled off, so it is yours for free if you win. Cosmic Comics. Don't forget Comic Book Day all across the valley. Our own fact check Andy did an article about Comic Book Day. Go to the R, the LVRJ.com, look under Neighborhoods, research Comic Book Day, and hit all those places. Also, Cinco de Mayo, that same day, Saturday, 11 to 1, on the road, Books, used bookstore on Trop and Pecos. We'll be doing a retirement party for the owner. He's closing his bookstore after 17 years. Oh. Don't mourn him. I actually spoke to the man. He's retiring. Yeah, and he just isn't, he isn't going to sell off yeah. the store. He isn't keeping, he's just, it's been a six day a week job for 17 years. He's wow. ready for other he, things. He's earned. Yes. So um, all of month of May, he has to be gone the first week of June, all of month of May, sales, sales, sales. He'll be dropping books at discounts like crazy. Uh, but his party is 11 to 1 this Saturday on the road books, the used bookstore on Trop and Pecos. Mm -hmm. And where did you say Cosmic Comics was again? That one is Trop. Flamingo. I'm sorry. Thank okay. you for correcting I, me, Jeff. I wanted to make a sure. Correction I, from I Jeff. Have a drink, folks. I just Flamingo I, and Sandhill. I just wanted to make sure I heard you right. because I Yes. No, I, thank I, you. I, heard, I thought I heard Trot, but I wanted to make sure but that check, I just fact, hadn't Check misheard. Andy's article, RV, uh, the LVRJ.com, LasVegasReviewJournal.com, Neighborhood News. Don't forget also, of course, Maximum Comics, awesome comic book shop, and my personal favorite comic book shop, Alternate Reality, run by the fabulous Ralph. Always. Amazing, wonderful uh, reviews that he does, and uh, he's always got a good idea for a book if you're wanting to read something cool. Get to know Ralph, and you will not go wrong in your comic book hunting nope. every Wednesday. Nope. He will take uh, care of you. He does. Right there off of Flamingo in Maryland now. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. At the corner of Flamingo and Maryland Parkway. Beautiful. Right place. next to Buffalo Exchange, a thrift store. Yes. <laughs> but Alter Reality does not smell like pants. No. It's also one of the... Better smelling geek gathering places on this the planet. Yeah, I, this is true. God, Give, yes. Given how much ass funk goes in and out of those doors every week, uh -huh. Ralph keeps it real nice. There yeah. you go, folks. <laughs> Free comic book it's day. It's a bit chilly sometimes. Plus, there's a steampunk something or other at the Clark County Heritage Museum. My Google fool failed in getting information. Check around for it if you're a steampunker. Yeah, this for all you people coming in from the UK. Come check us out. Oh, oi, oi. Bye, folks. Love See you. Next week. Love Bart. You. Hi, everybody. Fart. Hope you, hope you soaked in Bart. on that. Holy Bart. shit. Remember Bart. to mention us to your friends. Fart. And hear Paul say. Fart. Blowguards. Fart. Blue guards. Blue guards.
Blowguards, blue guards. Mingo, you've done it again. Whatever you do, don't stop the recording because we have to make sure that my dead son is actually my live son from another universe and a parallel dimension and a. Is he like Indian? I don't. He's yeah, yeah, he is. That'd be great, John Noble, and like you know, selling lemon squishies. Run away from scary pants. What a lot of lovely pants there are.